right, welcome back to another edition of the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing our top five favorite cinematic cities. Joined with me, as always, is my homie, Timothy Dog Daly. What's up? Hey, yo, what's going on there, Doug? Not much, man. Just a rainy day out here, and what better what better thing to do than to record a podcast about our favorite American, or at least our favorite American cinematic cities? Right. So we started out. Let's let's be as transparent as possible. We are some jerks here. So we we, we tried to do global cities at first, and and honestly, we just kept coming back to American cities. So we we went with American cities, our top five favorite American cities. Yes, and or, excuse me. And usually what we'll do is we'll go back and forth and, and you know, say what our favorite cities are. We figured there'd be a, enough overlap where we'd just re- be repeating ourselves if we did the reveal. So in pre-production, we came up, we collaboratively came up with our top five. So this was kind of a little bit of a negotiation that we did last night. It really was easier. We agreed on this more than I thought we would. Um, you, you know, yeah, you definitely had to sell me. There's going to be some people who are upset with us for uh, spoiler alert. We're we're not going to involve New York City. Yeah, so there there right will be honorable the mentions at the end, but New York did not make the cut. Um, I think uh, you know this is our favorite, so we could make it whatever we wanted. So before we exactly. give away too much more, uh, we're just going to go five to one our favorite cities, and then at the end just kind of discuss you know tie it all together and and do some honorable mentions. Um, no real timer on this one today. I think we're just going to kind of go through and just say what our favorite things about these cities are and why they translate so well onto the big screen. Um, yeah, I mean, we. I think I think we're just partial to these cities too. Or you know, we're, we the idea was to bring three movies each to to support why we we collaboratively uh, you know chose this city. So we we actually didn't know that we still did some research and didn't aren't really aware of. What the other one thought to support why we chose the city, these cities. Yeah, so I mean that a a good um, indicator as far as like why we chose some of these things. Like Doug said, some of them are cities that we love. Others are you know maybe bringing to your attention if you didn't know a particular movie was filmed in a certain city. You know we wanted to bring that up and found a lot of that stuff in our research, which actually leads us to our number five. Um, right. people might actually not realize how good of a city this one is for filming and how many different movies were filmed there. Um, but it's, it's a city that actually dog you've lived in, in Asheville, North Carolina. Yep. So, uh, Asheville, uh, I got a, first off, this was, uh, this, this was for me, uh, an exciting one to not only research cause I found out, I thought there were some movies that are like, I thought there would be blood to the, um, the, the bowling scene was filmed at the Biltmore, which it in fact is not. No. So anyways, it, it got me to, uh, you know, verify. So, you know, living in Nashville, everybody, it, it's a film city kind of like there's a lot of thespian type people around, but also it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great city in the outer areas, you know, Asheville, greater, the greater Asheville area. It's a, it's a great place to film. Yeah. So, so, so I, I personally, mean, I'm, you want to just get into it and give me your three? I, I mean, we might have some overlap, but I've got enough here to, to do another three if you want. So what was your three? So, I mean, so you probably didn't know, Bull Durham was actually shot largely in Asheville. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right on McCormick Field. I, I, we, uh, one of my favorite things to do down there was go with my friends to the what the tourists games. So it's like their minor league team. Yep. And uh, so that was kind of neat to, to was have it, that. Was uh, that the field that they filmed on? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Primarily, of course. There, you know, there's a few. You know, in their montages, there's you know they're around the south somewhere, but but yeah, and it primarily was shot out in Nashville. Yep. Um, again at McCormick Field. Uh, so what were your other two? So we got Bull Durham. We got um, let's see, Richie Rich was was shot at the Biltmore. So as a kid, like that was like the ultimate. Like you wish you were that kid. Yeah. Like so, like, I, I went back and when I in my research, I saw that too. And even just on like every movie poster, every scene, every image that came up, and and the the trailer that I rewatched for Richie Rich. It's just so obviously the Biltmore, but as a kid, you think you almost think like it's a made-up place, like they built the mansion for, for that movie, and then come to find, you know, cut to, cut to thirty years later, you're living there, and and we got to see the thing close up. They didn't edit anything really, like they just maybe made it. They, they put like a McDonald's in the basement and like right. you yeah. know like it's a fun house here and there, the but like that McDonald's, you know, was probably filmed somewhere else, you know, whether it's Atlanta or L.A. or whatever, but. Right. And there's also no roller coaster at the Biltmore either. Yeah, disappointingly, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was another good one. But, and then what was your third? My third was uh, Last of the Mohegans. Yeah, actually. okay. So, so I have that on my list too. So we have a good amount of overlap on ours. Last of the Mohegans. This was shot, yeah, this was shot up actually at the Chimney Rock, uh, which is like a really sweet part of, of, again, like kind of the greater Asheville area. Mm-hmm. This is why it was kind of a little bit of a stretch to include this, but... Uh, but I honestly, the that's that first off is one of our dad's absolute favorite movies, if not his favorite. So, gotta gotta represent. We recognize our but, bias in in this pick. That's why we put it at number five. But we just also wanted to get the knowledge out there that you know this small little town in you know the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, in the middle of the Smokies, has a lot of film history. So the only two I have to add for for your list, I have Richie Rich, I have um, Last of the Mohegans was uh, uh, Dirty Dancing was filmed in Asheville as well. So there's a, yeah. there's a oh. lake right outside a town called Lake Lure. That, that's, where, oh, like, yeah. that's where like the camp and like, that's where everyone meets and the, t- and the mess halls and all that stuff. The, the majority of the movie is filmed right there at, at Lake, Lure, um, Lake Lure. Um The other one I had was Patch Adams. The majority of yeah. that film was actually probably what they from what i could understand from the research and like just looking at a map it's probably less than half a mile from the biltmore there's a bunch of like uh, mowed meadows and especially where patch had his kind of like his um fake hospital that he had or like his loving hospital or whatever you want to call it that that was filmed right in the Asheville countryside um so those i mean those are just some of my favorites i know you're not a huge patch adams fan or something that not no, one of Robin Wine Williams' finest, in your opinion. I liked it, and so I, that's why I wanted to make mention of it here. No, it was in, uh, it's fine. It, you know, I I love anything pretty much Robin Williams, does. and I remember liking it as a kid. Actually, I just it didn't age well. Yeah. So <laughs> um, any anything else that you wanted, like since you're the Asheville man, anything else you wanted to kind of make note of as far as like why they filmed there, or like things that you saw when you were out there living there. So I think actually a lot of um, what I've come to understand is a lot of 
um, actors and actresses and, and directors like just like filming in the area because it's not Hollywood. It's not they're not overrun with people. Like I, I worked at a place downtown that we served. Judd Apatow would be in one day. Cool. Uh, my my manager Jason Jeter, who uh, I think is a fan of the podcast, he one day just saw Peter Dinklage walking down the street. Uh, he's like Lord Tyrion. <laughs> it's like Asheville, and also like. Woody Harrelson also frequents Asheville and is known to smoke weed in the park near the drum circle that happens every Friday. So it's just kind of one of those cities where it, it like people could pop up. Like, it, like it's also a huge music city. Uh, so, you know, you, you run into people, but in, in small, like, uh, um, interactions. Yeah. And, uh, I, I can see and why. I, it's, it's a cool town. I mean, anytime I come to visit you, I, kn- I knew nothing about Asheville before you m- moved there. And, uh, you know, I think yeah. I came down and visited you, you know, three, four, five times. And it was just, there's just a ton to do. And it's just, it's almost like an oasis in the South. It's like, a, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just got everything, everything me as a yuppie would love. Breweries, river floats, um, food. Gr- excellent food. food. Excellent food. Yeah. There's a... There's a you know, it, it's, got a, it's got it's got a certain or, energy to it because it's there's hiking in the Smokies. It's got an energy. There's a college like right in the center of town. A lot of uh, diversity. It's, it's cool. It's a really cool town. I, I and I think they, they, I believe they give, they give some uh, tax breaks to to people filming in the area as well. Um, and and that's it's just always been a, a hot spot for for again uh, actors and actresses to visit. I guess oh, Hunger Games was shot there, so Jennifer oh, yeah. Lawrence. Got to mention that there. one too. I saw that in uh, research too. You yeah. know, Zach Galifianakis, I guess, fre- is frequent frequently in Nashville. Him being from South Carolina. Um, so, anyways, it's just for me personally, it really um, I think that's helps. It's helped to find my like understanding of movies. I had a lot of thespian friends too, mm-hmm. who were actors themselves. I were in small time movies. That, uh, you know, I just kind of broadened my horizons to to film and cinema, and probably why I can talk a little bit better about it now. It, so. Glad we have it on the list. I'm not sure it cracks many other people's top five, but it's all good with the jerks because of of where of you know what it means to us. So all right, let, well let's get to a city that's much different as our number four than Asheville, and that's Las Vegas, Nevada. So I don't think that we really need to explain to our listeners how many movies have been set in there. I'm sure just as I said that city, people are, you know, can picture panning of the strip and, you know, a number of different movies. I'll go first with my my three favorites, and then we can get into other ones as well. But um, The Hangover is you can't I mean the hangover is basically a movie about Las Vegas and like a guy's trip. Yeah. So so filmed in Las Vegas, huge it's got a huge, you know, budget for it and really I mean I hate it sounds it's like such a cliche to say, but like the city was like the fifth character in that movie or the fourth character in that movie. Because they're just bouncing from, you know, club to club and uh, you know, not only not only when they're partying, but when they're trying to find their friend Doug. Uh, really cool movie, uh, a really funny movie, and then one that I just watched actually, Ocean's Eleven. So Crystal had mm-hmm. never seen the Ocean series, so we recently just watched. Yeah, yeah and <sighs> Ocean's Eleven is cool. It's it like the the concept is good. Like they're obviously they're, they're robbing the Bellagio. Um, they spend pretty much the entire movie in the Bellagio. I think a lot of the actors actually stayed in there. I've got some facts about that in a second. But then 12 and 13, not as good. 
Honestly, I do. I've watched Thirteen recently, and I didn't hate it. It's with Pacino. He's like the bad guy. Okay. They all kind of they team up with Terry Benedict, the old bad guy. Anyways, so twelve like twelve is twelve is the one that's there. Twelve is garbage, and they're actually in Europe. They're not even in Vegas in twelve, anyways. Um, but they they basically just added Catherine Zeta Jones and everyone else there forgot and Bruce Willis's cameo in it, but and everyone else forgot what their character was like because they filmed it three years after the original. So like people like it was hard for everyone to get back into character and realize you know what what kind of cadence they had in the first one. Brad Pitt looked a well, little older. Like literally in the in the second one, Ocean, Ocean's Twelve, Julia Roberts plays herself yes like, yes like she's, seen, she's running into herself in a museum and it's just like why would they do that? i can't believe like, you remember that doug i i i'd uh, forgotten that when i watched it the second time recently and it was uh, just really bad again yeah, i'm not a huge really roberts fan and they actually kept her out of oceans 13 oh they did yeah yeah have you seen oceans 8 i have not i or haven't vegas. seen is that yeah, vegas yeah, too yeah. all right we're getting too far away from vegas here but um, just thought that that was a really good one. And then one that's that will split with another city. I'm kind of giving away another city that we're going to go to. But um, Swingers was another one of my favorites. It was the arrival of Vince Vaughn. There's that iconic scene where they're kind of on the hood of the car with like the strip behind them. And, you know, just talking about their failed or John, maybe mainly John Favre's Favro. I'm saying that name wrong. His failed Favreau, Favreau his failed love life. The arrival of Vince Vaughn, he really wasn't in anything before that. Anything yeah, significant. Was that before uh, Psycho? It was before Psycho and it was before uh, Lost World. Um, oh, yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park. So I, I got to say, I think this is honestly kind of an overrated movie. I didn't see it till I was maybe in college or thereafter. And I was just like, what is all the hype about? I don't Sw- really. What, Swingers? It yeah, it didn't really resonate with me, to be honest. All right. But, uh, but I mean, I, I get it. it's, it kind of, I look and I love you, man. Or was it knocked up? I think it's knocked up. They, they kind of do the same thing where they, uh, Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd like escape to, yeah, to Vegas just to like belt out and to be swingers essentially to do the swingers thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a shorter scene in, in, uh, knocked up, but it's the same well, thing. Like they just go for a little bit. So I guess, I guess idea. I don't know. I don't even know if you can include swingers as a Vegas movie, but, I had to I mean, just because no, of that iconic I, I scene. Think, I, I think so. Um, for me, I had first off and foremost Vegas Vacation. Nice. Yep. <laughs> was as as a kid, like you know, we grew up at the Christmas vacation, so this was kind of the one. I think next after that, actually, and uh, and you know, Chevy's great, but it was kind of an introduction to for me, I guess, to Vegas a lot in, in terms of the it being like. Into a fan destination and all this stuff is, you know, it gives you an insight to all that Vegas is, including like the outskirts. Yeah. Uh, now that I've visited, I definitely understand a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they take a. Uh, I think they even take like a day trip over to the the, the Hoover Dam and Cousin Eddie's looking for some damn bait. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just like any like that's why Vegas is great. Any, anything can happen. Like in, like you said, the Hangover. Like. And when I visited there, I was there's few cities that I was intimidated by. Even though Brian Conley took care of us pretty darn good, mm-hmm. it was still like an intimidating place to be because I'm not a gambler and like 
it was just like, whoa, like this place is wild. Like on top of all the, the visual stimulation, the lights and the, you know, the sounds and it just being so busy. It, it's just in the middle of the desert too. That's another thing. It's just, it's, it's a wild, well, and speaking of that, that's why I like things like Casino, mm-hmm. uh, movies like movies like Casino where, you know, it's a lot about it's Joe Pesci and De Niro who are kind of gangsters out there and they could bury bodies out, like just go out to the desert. Like that's a whole nother aspect of like the gangster mentality of Las Vegas is like, oh, the desert's right there. Like you could, you know, it, that's, that's just kind of like an almost an eerie aspect of the city. Yeah. Um, is that it is just in the middle of nowhere. And it's crazy how they get water there. That's what the Hoover Dam is for to get, you know, to basically control water to Vegas. And it's nuts. It's just nuts. What, um, so, um, other ones that I had actually, when you mentioned Brian Conley, I just did an interview with him and he mentioned the movie. I asked him, you know, which movie, um, you know, best represented Vegas. And he said, I'm hopefully I'm not spoiling this depending on when we release this or not, but he said the movie 21, um, the movie about like the, the people counting cards, the, the guys from Harvard counting cards that came yeah, out. He yeah, said sure. that that one actually best represented what Vegas was all about, which actually shocked me because I've never been there. And I would have thought maybe like the hangover or like, you know, fear and loathing would have been something that would, you know, capture it a little bit. But I mean, fear and loathing was kind of out there, but it, there's a lot of Vegas in that. Um, so no, I honestly, I, I probably agree with Brian uh, in that I, again, I was intimidated because it's like, yeah, there's all this wild stuff going on and big, you know, there's shows and all this stuff, but everywhere is security, everywhere is like, there's everything, but like, you're always being watched as well. Like, there's probably more cameras in that. Like, it's just, it's a, but there's some hard, okay, so for instance, the second time I visited Vegas within a year, actually, uh, someone, someone was shot dead in our Jeez. hotel lobby in the casino because he's tried to rob the place and ended up pulling a gun. So we couldn't get into our our hotel room until 10 the next morning So because there was a crime scene. Like, the place is intense, man. Yeah. Like, it's... I mean, if you have money, and we didn't have, we go, we didn't go there with money, so that was like probably not the typical Vegas trip. Well, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people leave there without money, so I mean, you had nothing to lose, literally. But I agree that was a little bit intimidating. And to go along with that, uh, the next movie I picked was Mars Attacks. Oh Uh, yeah! Oh man, I didn't even see that in my research. That's a good one. Yeah. The Mars Attacks is I've actually watched it recently, and it's really funny. It's a Tim Burton movie. and uh, it's just kind of it's zany, but it's also just got like all those Vegas greats like uh, Tom Jones and uh, you know it, it's just you know the little white tigers or what, what are those uh, yeah Siegfried and Roy or something Siegfried like that Roy, yeah right. it's just kind of for me it was it was oh and actually uh, Jack Nichols Nicholas Nicholson yeah Nicholas. Why do I always do Jack Nicholson. He, he plays two different roles in that movie, and like it, he's the president, but also a greasy casino hotel owner or something like that. Anyways, I I, I just thought Mars Attacks. Was That's like, a good one, man. I missed that it's one. Under, it's an underrated movie, but it's all it's. I think you can consider it a Vegas movie. I feel or, like I've heard you. I, feel, I mean, it's, it's a world. Movie, it is. I, it is. But it's a Vegas movie. It is. I right. I would definitely consider that. I feel like I've heard you do an alien impression from there before, like. What, what they kind of just like, ah, 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 ah. like you can't, I don't know. I, yeah. 
I was trying to figure out a way to, to get it out of you. That was pretty good. That was a crazy cast. Pierce Brosnan, um, uh, what's her name from Sex in the City? Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Sarah, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. I'm getting my three uh, names of Sarah's. Fox, yeah. Jack Black. Um, it, it's like, it's, anyways, <laughs> it's a great cast, but. Uh, it was a fun movie, uh, but my next ones would be, you know, it was between Con Air, which we talked yeah, about I, Yeah, okay, 20-minute mark, and we've we've brought up Con Air. All right, good. 20-minute mark, okay. And then I also did Austin Powers as well. So these are, again, all movies that I experienced as a young young lad, like probably between, experiencing the movie between 97 and 2003 at some point. Uh, and uh, anyways, those are the ones that resonated. I thought... You know, for me, define like what Vegas can be outside because you've never been. So something like Mars Attacks, Con Air, Austin Powers, totally pl- or The Hangover, totally plausible. Where for me, Twenty One or Casino is more probably accurate. Okay, <laughs> then you can you confirm what Brian said. So, um, so, all right. So why don't we get to our next our next city? Um, yep. So this one probably should be higher than three on most people's list, but it, we, we docked it a few points because Hollywood is right there. And of course the city I'm talking about is LA, yeah. uh, Los Angeles. And there's just, when I, when I did my research, it just almost wasn't fair how many good movies, especially action movies, surprisingly were filmed in LA. Um, since, I mean, a lot of good, you know, car chases. And in fact, the three that I'm, that I'm going with all have, you know, iconic, car chases in them even though la is notorious for their traffic you can't go more than 50 miles an hour anywhere in the entire city but yet they they're home to a bunch of their good car chases so the three i had were drive the movie drive ryan gosling of course speed (laughs) with the bus keanu Keanu reeves and speed um and then and then collateral with uh jamie fox and tom cruise Um, again three that have like when I think of all three of those, I just think of the car, the car chase scenes in them. Also, a lot of cool, you know, pan, panoramic views of L.A. Um, even though, like, the drive kind of feels like a Miami vibe, it is actually in L.A. And, they, you know, a lot of these car chases lead down to, like, those famous aqueducts that are down there that you see in, like, the Terminator in Greece and whatever. And it just, it's just, I don't I know, it, it, it just translates really well to film. Granted, you have everyone in Hollywood right there doing the job to make L.A. a great filming city. But when I get into my honorable mentions or the list of movies that are in there, you'll see why we chose L.A. Um, and, you know, also why it's number three is because it's just almost not fair. But anyways, go ahead, Doug. What, what do you got no, for that? No, I, for some reason, this is not the first time you've mentioned those ducks, those ducks or the aqueducts yeah like for some reason you you think those are so cool cinematically i just like I, it's just I, one of those I, things I, it's I, almost I, like when i see them I'm, I'm like it's almost like seeing like the empire state building in new york i'm like okay that's in new york when i see those aqueducts i'm like okay this we're filming in la here it's because they're just right. so unique to the city but it's just so like it's just a gutter like yeah. that's essentially what it is but they love filming down there it's probably yeah, no, they do they get, definitely the car scenes so my, I, I had a, but I, I, again, there's so freaking many, but I wanted to highlight the different parts of LA because people may like, when you look at LA, it's just it's a big sprawl and it's kind of hard to tell, but there's, there's places like Venice beach 
mm-hmm. that are, you know, just, you know, Muscle Beach outside of, you know, within LA. Uh, and, but, you know, uh, in the 90s, there's this huge surf culture, LA. And I wanted to bring up a Pauly Shore movie, Encino Man. So like, like this oh, takes what? place like this is one of your three. Oh my god! All right, dude. All right, all right. Listen to me. I say, dude, and man, and peace. If you look at us, dog, when we were little kids, like we were all wearing like doing peace signs, and we thought that culture was so cool growing up. Like that Pauly Shore, like the not give a shit, like a body. Like, oh. I hate that you're right. I hate that you're right. Yeah, I, I feel like Pauly Shore was cool for like four weeks. He did like Biosphere or like in this movie. But there's even yeah. like, you know, the, all those like, those, there's just like a bunch of like Lords of the Dog Town were out there. Like the whole skater and surfer culture was. I know, I know. I, it's cool. it's a time I'd like to forget that I was ever thought was cool. But you're right, you're right, you're right. So that's, that's an important part I think of LA is the beach actually, um, not just the city. Um so there's movies uh, let's see i also wanted to include friday uh with ice cube and uh chris tucker so that's like a, a completely different side of the um it's you know the the projects and the uh, you know i first off friday is hilarious it's one great of my, and i probably, i had it's one of my first honorable mentions doc so i'm glad you got this one probably one of my top 10 it could be in that top 10 comedy it's it's arguable i, I haven't given it that much thought but friday just really highlights so you you kind of actually i wrote this down a little bit when you mentioned the traffic i just pictured uh friday uh, next friday actually where uh, Ice Cube's dad sitting in traffic and he just had to take a shit and eat a burrito and he can't get out of traffic. He's always, it's just like, he's always sabotaging himself. He'll put hot sauce on stuff that he shouldn't. Yeah. And he, put and some he, hot sauce on my burrito, baby. And then he's got the line, the classic line. He's like, I wouldn't go in there for 35, 45 minutes at least. Or, or whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever the, uh, I always botch these these lines, but... I, no, that... Anyways, it's I shit. It's it's, it's shit humor. It's shit humor, and I'll always laugh at it. it the, they honestly, I know Compton is super rough, and we you know we learn a lot about that through NWA, you know Ice Cube's music, and uh, but this this was hilarious. Like Friday, this was a really fun take on and, and a way to use the, you know not only the the scenery but uh, the culture as well. And what was your uh, third? And, what's that? What was your third? My third one, uh, I got to, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have honorable mentions. I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, man, I, I'm going to go ahead and say The Doors. Uh, oh, wow. Doors. I didn't even have that on my honorable mention. That's a really good well, one. Uh, I chose it because it has huge influence in my life. Um, and the whole, the, the, psychedelic movement in music in in la in the 60s and the doors movie kind of highlighted that um and honestly for me as a as an impressionable kid i i not only was taken with the music in val kilmer's performance but again i think it was the whole forward-thinking progressive ideals of la that really came through and uh and it just resonated with me. And I think that's, a, a, I really wanted to highlight the LA music scene as well, mm-hmm. uh, just because not only is Hollywood produce tons of movies and, and, and 
and stuff like that. But the music that comes out of LA is well, just, I feel like in the seventies and the eighties, like that was the place to part. Like that was like the party city. I think it's shifted like in the current day to like a Vegas or, you know, New York or whatever. Uh, but like, I think from what I understand, another, like LA was the place to be in the seventies and eighties. Um, you know, Magic John. I mean, not only from a sports, but you're, like you said, not only music, or I'm sorry, not only movies, but sports and music as well. So um, let me let me rattle off honorable mention. There's a lot of them here, so I'm going to try to do all these in 45 seconds or less. But I have, as honorable mentions, Boogie Nights, Big Lebowski, nice. Nightcrawler, Inherent yep. Vice, Terminator 2, Clueless. Die Hard, Training Day, Straight Out of Compton, Friday, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, City of Angels, and Escape from LA. Not too it's, many, not too many flops in that list right there. No, uh, no. But and that's not obviously. There's so many in LA. We're, there's no way that we're going to be able to list them all. But just looking at a few lists, like those, really stuck out to me. Like holy shit! Like they put a lot of good movies in there. I'm glad you said The Big Lebowski. Uh, that's a great one. I also is kind of. Uh, the this, the dude kind of mirrors the city in a, a little bit, a little bit. He's just living amongst the city. Uh, I had Nightcrawler as well, and then I also had American History X. That, oh, um, I didn't realize that was L.A. I didn't know that was L.A. Nice. Yep. So that was another pretty gritty look at it, but also I just think it's an incredible performance that deserves to be recognized. Uh, but you know, it's it, it. I don't know if that movie I watched it recently. It really doesn't have much of a message because the kid. I mean, it does, of course. But then the, the, the black kills the white kid at the end, the ter- kid from Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh, uh, he gets killed at the end, and it's just tragic. Anyways, it's a tough move. But uh, anyways, it is shot in LA. Um, um, the, other, the other thing before we move on to our next city is that this could also be one for swingers as well. I put swingers in my Vegas category, but swingers was primarily filmed in LA as well. little side note about swingers was... Their budget was only two hundred thousand dollars to make that movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow! So a, a lot of their money was, I mean, obviously raised by the two of them, and it was just kind of more of a passion project that got picked up. Um, Spielberg saw it and thought that like Vince Vaughn was like a genius. That's why he brought brought him into Lost World. So, anyways, you hmm. want to get anything else about LA, or you want to get into our next city? No, uh, let's get into our next one. All right, lead us off. So we're, we, uh, Phil actually and I debated between, so the next city is San Francisco. Uh, we debated between San Francisco or LA being our number two, but we personally just, the movies that come out of San Fran, we think it, I personally think it's one of the best cinematic cities you can find, not only with the, the angular nature of the houses on the hill, uh, but using Alcatraz, using the bridge, the, the fog that comes in, the, the nature of the city, which is was raw in certain sections yeah. and really well. Like, it just has so much to offer in terms of a, a quick look into you know society in a way, but also just, again, cinematically, just I, the shots are awesome. I'm over here nodding ferociously because everything you said is why I love it too. Just visually to film in that city, it's just got so many like different landmarks and landscapes and cool, you know, architecture, ca- the cable cars that are everywhere. Like you said, Alcatraz, the bridge system, like everything is just so cool. And they and the movies that we're about to list, I feel like use that terrain to really kind of enhance the movie. 
Um, so I think I went first last time. So I, I mean, there's there's one in particular that there has got to be on both of our lists. When the, the apes, the, the the planet of the apes. That, and actually, uh, that that's on my honorable mention actually. But I was I was going to say the rock. I thought the rock would be on both of our. I knew the rock would be on your list. That's why I didn't even attempt. Okay. It. I didn't even that because of course it's a great movie. The rock with go for it, dog. I mean, like with it's. Just, I mean it. it Essentially, escape from Alcatraz op, uh, inverse, right? Right. They are ho- held up hostage. They're holding Alcatraz, the island, hostage as kind of like a military base that's about to attack the rest of LA with some either nuclear, whatever those little spheres are. That's just going to wipe the entire city out, you know, in a in a in a massive way. Um, I mean, everyone. If you if you're listening to this podcast and haven't watched The Rock, then I just feel sorry for you, but Basically, it's it's a Michael Bay film that just has every, it takes advantage of every single pan over of the city and Alcatraz, and it really kind of gives you a sense on the proximity of of like this massive historic jail to a major city and what could potentially go wrong if this. And Sean Connery has to break into it to defeat Ed Harris, and Sean Connery has to help. Nick Her- uh, Nick Cage plays a, a a nuclear scientist or physicist somehow. That's probably the last time he'll pull that role off. But right, so it's just two men against an entire private army, and it's it's great. And they're having, like you said, Escape from Alcatraz. You can't help but think about that because they're weaving through. Sean Connery's character was supposed to have been in there, so he knows it, or he's supposed to have escaped from there. So he was, you know, weaving back into it was was kind of why they brought him in. Why they brought in. Good speed is is beyond me, nice. <laughs> but uh, but, also, but but they need to. Th- you get Nick Cage in a movie, you got to throw him in somewhere. But by the way, thirty two minutes in, and now we're mentioning Nick Cage. Not bad for us. That's not bad. That's not bad. There hasn't been a single mention of Leo. Oh, we'll get to that's... him. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it highlights the, the uh, car chase with the Porsche as well. Yeah, they hijack. They're like blowing up trolleys. They're like bottoming out every single time they go over a, a bump like literally launching launching off of uh intersections because that's the way it's, it's great uh, i think there was even like a fruit stand or like two guys carrying a glass mirror across the street yeah. like, oh yeah it's got, than a fruit stand in there. it's got every single cliche car chase scene uh, and how, how it's millions of dollars of destruction would they have done in real life? Uh, just like just hundreds of millions of dollars of destruction if that was in, in reality. But so that, that, that's that's a super fun one. Um, one of my fun ones that I had was uh, oh geez, Batman Forever is actually shot there. I'm not I'm not going to use that. Mrs. Doubtfire is yeah, another. Okay, classic so that one. was the other one that I thought would be on both of our list. I think. Those two, those three movies in The Rock, Mrs. Doubtfire, and then the Planet of the Apes series. I mean, for us, it's, I mean, maybe not for the rest of the listening public, but for us, those are like awesome top, maybe 10 movies for both of us. And they're, they're all in San Francisco. Apes, maybe yeah. not so much for me, but I, I do love those movies. And I don't know how you can't include Planet of the Apes. They're literally fighting. They're, they're, the apes are going above the, the using the bridge. Of course, like no, I love it. I do love the movie. I'm just saying that's not maybe not my top ten. But oh man, I thought it was so cool. I thought it was so cool, man. Uh, and then my last my last one that I would have had uh, it actually again to highlight the 
the music in the area and to give a shout out to that is actually the last waltz so that's with the band very cool. uh it, it was shot, shot in san francisco and honestly it's just it's a historic movie but that's something about i think just kind of is, is representative of san francisco it's a it's a historic for being a fairly young city in our country it is a historic city agreed agreed yeah um, and having something like the last waltz and as well as uh you know dave Chappelle's stand up uh what i think it's uh killing them softly was there see that or for what it's worth um but it, it just the picking picking uh san francisco i think artists kind of to do their specials and to do stuff like that they're kind of saying a little bit more well first off i think they want that audience mm -hmm. which is an eclectic and smart audience but also i i think they they probably just enjoy shooting in a progressive atmosphere too yeah um to, to your point uh the movie milk with harvey harvey milk uh, played by sean penn you were have you seen that movie i'm not actually really you would I'm, love you would I'm love it, it. It's about the the gay rights movement. It kind of starts out there. Um, that that one's one of Sean Penn's one of Sean Penn's best for sure. I had the movie uh, Metro, which I'm not sure if you've seen either. I just remember it from the car chase with Eddie Murphy. Um, basically, it's a, it's a Cadillac in a suburban car chase. Same thing as The Rock. They're just launching off every single one of those hills and doing just thousands and millions of dollars of, of destruction. Um, and then there's another movie called The Game with Michael Douglas that's kind of like a psycho, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a thriller that's, I don't know, it's kind of like a dark, there's a, this group that's like a dark underground that creates this game and you never know if it's real life or if it's just part of the game. And it's, if you haven't seen it, I'd go back and check it. It holds up with, and again, Michael Douglas stars in that one. So mm. well, uh, my, my final honorable mention for San Francisco would be The Room. Uh, which the disaster artist Franco and yes. Franco and you know uh, yeah. and his to both Franco's and Seth Rogen is the disaster artist is the movie making fun of the room which is by Tommy Wiseau. Anyways, both take place in San Francisco and use the park like they just use the parks and uh, the the setting at because you know because of its cinematic nature, but. Also, Sam, he only, Tommy was only released the film uh, in two theaters, both in San Francisco. And that, and that's, I think, where it took off because of the, the type of nature, the type of people watching it. They're weird. They're weird people. And they understood that this was something weird. And then it became a cult following from there. So I thought that was worth mentioning um, uh, before we moved on to what is no doubt of both of us. No, <laughs> no doubt. So, all right, this leads us into our number one. <laughs> Haters are going to say we're biased. Don't care. Bring on the hate. We'll love to see what people say in the in the, in the um, comments on our social media chains. But number one is no doubt for for the dog and I, Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, a couple a couple of Sullys, Dailies, you know, Fitzies, whatever you want to call us. A couple of mix. We we can't help but love it. Pretty much every movie that's come out of Boston. I've got a long list. I had a, I had a hard time narrowing down just to three, um, so I do want to get into an honorable mention. But the three that my three top have to be The Departed, Goodwill Hunting, and Mystic River. I think those are yeah. my, those are my top three. You um, only stole one from me. I only Good stole Will. one. 
Good Will Hunting is, I think, is phenomenal. It, it was uh, hard for me not to put the town in my top three as well, but then I started looking yeah. at these and I'm like, okay, I've got to at least have one movie that doesn't have either Matt Damon or, or Ben Affleck in it. So <laughs> not that those two are even, even my favorite actors. Like, I just love those types of movies. Maybe it's because, you know, we're, we've been walking around there our entire lives. Not as much as you would really actually think. I Probably, you know, if I get down to Boston two or three times a year, it's a lot. Um, but it's just kind of like the, the, the Irish music that kind of goes into it, as cliche as it all is. <laughs> I'm guilty of it. I love it. Uh, so that Boston is just full of cliches and stereotypes that ring way too true. Like if you've ever been to Southie or, you know, you hear those accents and then or if you've driven on 95, then you, then you know, the attitude is real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, ma- the mass holes, the mass holes will let you know. And it's not 95, it's 93 and 90. So that intersect oh, right through Boston. 95 leads down into, you take 95 from Portsmouth down. There. Yeah, but then it kind of just goes on the outskirts. But I mean, you're right. Yes. Any, anything within 50 miles, any road within 50 miles of Massachusetts, you're going to know you're in Massachusetts. They give the old Massachusetts salute, as they call it. And uh, no one stops at four-way stop. So uh, sorry to anyone who's listening who's from the great state of Massachusetts, but you guys know how you drive. On top, yeah, you assholes. Uh, on, on top of being, you know, having the attitude for tons of great movies and stereotypes, uh, it's a beautiful city and a historic one. Uh, like, there's a lot of great shots. The bridges, uh, it's you know, it's it's right on the water as well. Um, uh, so there's you know, places like you know, the, the most prestigious uh, uh, universities in arguably the world. Harvard is there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, which for me, one of my top favorites is How High, takes place at, at Harvard. How High. So, oh the man my and God, Red dog. There's so many Harvard. movies you're choosing How High and Polly Shore and Mars Attack. Oh, man. Anyways. You got you to, gotta, hey, you got to represent what influenced you as a kid. In Harvard, like that idea of them going to bust up, like the Harvard dweebs, like the, 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 the Chets and Chads that were on the road crew. <laughs> Like, come on, man. That was okay. Great. But, all right, no, Doug. So, this is your list. I, fact, the fact that Boston has that, in addition, like, let's take all the stereotypes of Boston out of it. There's Harvard. Like, you can do so much with it. Mm-hmm. Social network. You know what I mean? Like, that's on, that's can, I have that listed. Social network. You do so much with it. Um, and then quickly but, before we get into the other ones, what was your third? So you have How High, Goodwill Hunting, and. Oh, well, no, I had good. But I now that's off because you chose it. I have how high? Yeah, <laughs> I have uh, Boondock Saints. So Boondock Saints is a movie about two Irish boys who get the calling from God to to wipe out all the mafia in Boston. And it is it's a stupid plot, but is the action's great, and it's just so many places you recognize. So. Yeah. Like it's it's all about if you're from the area you appreciate it, but on top of it uh, Norman Reedus is the is one of the guys I can't remember the other one's name um, but uh, it they're just they're stereotypes but also from Boston doesn't it just get you pumped up all yes of course yeah like just I mean again the Irish music at the beginning the two guys speaking you know in a in a language that you can almost not understand the entire time 
And then, yeah, every every single it, it's also got the brother dynamic, like one brother's left tied to a toilet, almost rips his own arms off to, to go save the other brother from up top. And like it's just in like one of those alleys that you, maybe you found yourself in late at night after a night out in Boston. And you could just totally see, you know, the, the city comes is definitely very prevalent in, in every action scene that's in that movie. Donut eating jerk cops who are just completely oblivious. The dark and, bars, yeah. And it's always so, and also like, a huge part of Boston is the mafia, like in Whitey Bulger, like, uh, and but then the mafia from Providence. And so, anyways, that was a whole part of it too um, that I thought was, you know, anyways, the, the movie is not, I wouldn't put it in my top 20 or no, 50. but it's fun. It's a joyride, especially for, but, for us. So. And then my last one that I'll, well, let's see, still my Good Will Hunting. So the last one I'm going to throw out there is Legally Blonde. Um, so that also, so, so I'm just, these are, these are why the, the Boston is great. I mean, it's just, they use a bunch of historic sites. Um, I've actually watched the movie recently and it's funny. Like, I'm sorry, it's, it's pretty funny. Crystal's um, going by right here. She, she taught me how to bend and snap the... <laughs> it is it's a good movie i just wouldn't see you're right it's she's at harvard harvard law school but i just wouldn't I think out, i didn't want to throw out the towns and the mystic rivers and stuff because it really highlights i my think my choices highlight how diverse boston can be like everyone knows that the pattern and like everybody is aware of of that whole nature and like even like black mass with uh johnny depp the whitey bulge like you could those are like i feel really obvious but i think reason boston's number one because you can shoot basically any type of movie in the area yeah uh you could shoot a mob movie you can shoot um you could shoot uh you know comedies action uh you can use fenway park and ted you know you can use the boston accent the culture the stereotypes that ring all too true and no one's afraid to admit that. So I don't feel, I don't feel bad at no, all. No, that. no, it's, it's, so. it's really good in that sense. I'm I mean, not, when you I say think, Fenway park, how, I mean that the scene in the town also used Fenway, like the final scene, it's just so awesome. They're just using these iconic places throughout the town to have shootouts. It's just, it really fired me up and. It's just really know. cool. So, I mean, so let me I, do, I, let me do honorable mention real quick. And then I want to ask you at the end uh, a, a question, just just a general question about movies in Boston. Sure. Okay. So I have Manchester by the Sea. You said Ted, Boondock Saints, the movie The Verdict, Paul Newman, The Social Network, Spotlight, with uh, yes, great call. I think won an Oscar. Uh, yeah. Gone Baby Gone, um, and then what was the last one? No, no, that, no, that was it. Then I had Mystic River as well, which I wanted to substitute or the town that I wanted to substitute for Mystic River. But of those, I mean, I think The Departed won an Oscar too. Like, I'm surprised you didn't mention Fever Pitch. Oh, so you ruined my next bit. So I was going to ask you, what is the worst movie that was ever filmed in Boston? Oh, mine, my, and, and spoil, I mean, mine was, I was going to ask two questions. Worst movie, Fever pitch for me. What What do you think the worst movie ever was set in Boston or filmed in Boston? Yeah, no, you you got my fever pitch. Would would have been my pretty clear answer. Okay. That or um, I don't know. I, yeah, that's that's pretty. It's pretty hard to top. I mean, maybe maybe Ted Two or uh, Blue oh, Saints Two. 
Like uh, I, yeah, both of those are good, but those are just sequels, and we've we've talked about that on other podcasts. Just sequels almost yeah. don't even count sometimes because they just suck so bad. But I, I and I want to put this in our in our social media, so hopefully you know we remember to do this when we post it. I defy anyone to give me other than Fever Pitch, give me and maybe Boondock Saints, but mm, that's still a good movie. Boondock Saints too. Do, Saints. Too. Give me a give me a, tell me a movie that was filmed in Boston that's that's worse than Fever Pitch or that's even bad. Really, like everything that that comes out of, I feel like percentage-wise, we're we're probably batting at around eight fifty as far as movies that come out of Boston. Usually, when there's something filmed here, it's good. Okay, you know, all right, you're laughing at me because my bias is showing through, but really, I want to know I mean, what was it, what other than Fever Pitch? What's a bad movie that was ever filmed in Boston? I, I can just find hear, it. I can just hear our cousins because we, you know, with our with our professional sports history and championships they've heard us talking like this a lot so we're very we're proud of of the the area, the area we're from for sure but i i'm racking my brain dog and i'm i, I kind of agree with you it's like <laughs> name name me a movie from boston the you know black mass was, was proud honestly i don't think it was that great but it wasn't bad i loved know? it i loved it and, and that was so okay so that was my other question for you was Best and worst uh, Massachusetts or Boston accents. Um, my my favorite, surprisingly, like the guy who I thought did a be- the best job outside of like the people who are actually from here, like the the Johnny, um, uh, well, the what you call it, the Matt Damon's, the Ben Affleck's, like people from outside. I thought the Johnny Depp did a really good job in Black Mass with uh, as Whitey Bulger. Yeah, he did a good job. Um, I think Jack Nicholas Nicholson in uh, in The Departed did a really good job. Yeah, it was good. it was pretty subtle. It wasn't over the top like Baldwin was or or uh, Marky Mark. So so Doug, you were just taking all of mine. Baldwin is by far the worst Massachusetts accent I've ever heard attempted in in cinematic history. He's so bad in that movie. It's so heavy. Like I'd rather hear Rachel Dredge and Jimmy Fallon do their Boston accents on Saturday Night Live, the Boston crew. Like those are better Boston accents, and they're way overemphasized. Yeah. Like yeah. And Baldwin for some reason couldn't pull it off. And I think I think Matt or not Matt Damon. I think Mark Wahlberg really lays on too heavy sometimes too. Even being from there, he was like, way over the top in The Departed with his accent. In Ted, he had it spot on. In Ted, he. How was about? Right. How about another one of my tops would be Christian Bale in The Fighter? Uh, as a bad one or a good one? As a good one. As a good one. Yeah, it yeah. was good. Yeah, his was good. I think everybody in that movie just freaking nailed it. That's one we, I think we, I know it's not directly Boston, but, but I think we got to talk about the great Boston. Like The Fighters, everybody nailed that accent. I don't know how I didn't bring it up till now. Yeah, The Fighters Even are a great Amy Adams. Amy Adams. She had, again, it wasn't too heavy. It was pretty subtle, but she probably had the the most suspect one in the movie and it's still solid. Yeah. She had the look down for sure. Like that pasty kind of hard look to her that you and I have seen all, all, all too many times. Hey man, I'm, I'm not one to judge. I, think she... <laughs> I am one of those, I am one of those pasty people. So I can, yeah. I can call it out. I was going to say, those are my type of people. Anyways. Uh, so wrapping up here, I think we can confidently say Boston is by far I challenge anybody who's listening. Now, Phil, Phil, this is Phil breathing, breathing confidence into me and me spitting it back out. But I challenge anyone to 
to find the Boston movie besides uh, Fever Pitch. People that's, will. That's People will. All right. So, all right. We've gotten all of our Boston talk out of our system. Actually, after we after we stop recording, we'll probably talk about last night's Celtics game after this. Uh, but just wanted to bring in a couple of honorable mentions that we did think about uh, American cities that are good good to film in. Um, we mentioned that right off the top of the the podcast, New York City. It really is good. We just couldn't come up with enough. We're for such an iconic city. We felt like it should have more of more go to more go-to scenes. I think it's just really hard to film there. A um, couple movies from there is The 25th Hour. What else What else do you have? What I, else I, comes I to don't you? really agree with you. I think it could have been on our list. I think that these cities are just more exciting for me because New York City is such a, a basic platform um, for movies. Like, it's just like, it, it's almost like just too obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to put... To put the Empire State Building or the the statue, it's just too almost on the nose. Because yeah. think about in terms of movies, Gangs in New York. Um, sure, yeah. yeah, but was that really even filmed in New York though? I don't even think it was. John, the John Wick movies have been sweet. Okay. In King, York, I'll so. give you, I'll give you King Kong. That's iconic. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I think we're gonna get a lot of flack for not putting it on here. Bring it, uh, bring it. No, I, I think it's a great city to shoot it in. I mean, Taxi Driver, like... And the Yankees like, suck. The Yankees do suck. But <laughs> just, just, just to get that out of the way. But no, I, I think it deserves more than, almost more than an honorable mention. I think it, it, it might have been there instead of Asheville, but I just had that personal... Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, all right, so other, other cities we have is Miami, Philly, and Chicago. Those are the other three that I had as honorable mentions. Chicago, The Fugitive is is one of my favorites, including the run on to that. I think it was uh, what was the one with Tommy Lee? He keeps and, and Wesley Snipes. U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals was was the run on to The Fugitive. Um, Philly, uh, we Philly we discussed. You can't mention Philly without Rocky. Um, I guess and, The Fugitive was shot in Asheville. What's that? The Fugitive was shot in Asheville. I guess primarily. Maybe yeah. some of it, but like the iconic scenes are definitely. Maybe short of like that waterfall scene. That those are all Chicago for sure. Yeah, I think I think yeah. Anyways, I just saw that in my research. I wasn't aware of it until today. Um, and then Miami has a couple of cool ones with um, obviously Miami Vice is there. Um, uh, you know, there's there's definitely some scenes in Blow from Miami. Um, what it's just kind of got that like Southern Florida kind of. What would you say the vibe is? It's almost like an electric '80s vibe or something like that that, yeah. that you yeah, see in a, in a bunch of movies. Why? Am I, like I didn't write it down for some reason. Other Miamis are escaping me right now. Did you have any that you wanted to call out? Well, we I think we both decided that the movies that we researched were uh, just they weren't our favorites. So I yeah. mean, we just decided against it. But I mean, it, it does, like you said, the the. Uh, blows and the Miami vices and uh, I don't know. They provide. I'm sure. I'm sure we're missing one. We just didn't do research for those since they didn't make the top five. But de- definitely wanted to shout them out since you know they were you know icon- bad, iconic bad cities. Boy, bad boys is shot uh, in in Miami. The bodyguard. I mean, I'm sure it's got great movies, but again, these are our favorites. Yeah. We're partial. All right, man. So I think we're approaching an hour here. Any any final words? Any final call out cities, uh, movies, anything like that? 
only one I, I left out that I think uh, was uh, one of my favorites that used the city well in a futuristic way it was her actually for LA. Cool. Um, so that was like they kind of gave a cool futuristic view of LA and it's just like gray. And I feel like that's kind of represent like this. The smog there is real. Yeah. And it's just kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it's also a tech technological hub uh, that, you know, that part of the country. So it, it being near uh, Silicon Valley. So it, anyways, it's just kind of, I thought that was a really cool interpretation using the city to further the idea of them. So yeah. but that, that's all I got though. All right. I mean, definitely LA is probably lower on the list than it should be, but. You know, it just wasn't fair. But it, I, I didn't even realize her was filmed there, so I'll have to go back and watch that. All right, dog. Well, uh, you know, rainy day here. Stay dry. All right. Keep, keep an eye out. Uh, I also wanted to mention, we always, we haven't been mentioning the last couple that we're focused on the Black Lives Matter movement. And, of course, we are. Uh, I just don't think it's necessary to pander every single time. I think, it's, again, now's the time of listening and action. And uh, and just saying it simply every week isn't necessarily the action that needs to be taken. Couldn't agree more, homie. All right, give right. Mookie a pet for me. Peace out. I did everything I thought was right. Got my stapler, got my shirt and tie. Set me up to zone out, pushing paper, slamming.